Good morning, good morning. God, we thank you so much for waking us up this day. Again, we say yes to your will. Again, we say yes to your way. Again, we say yes to your purpose and your divine destiny for our life. But Father, we give our hearts to you. We open up ourselves to you. And we say, thank you, God, out of every trial and tribulation, we are aware that we have the victory. So no matter what comes our way, even unexpected tragedies, even unexpected obstacles, we still count it all joy. Now, it may not feel good. It's not supposed to feel good to go through an obstacle. It's not supposed to feel good to go through a trial or tribulation. But the victory is what feels good. That's why we rejoice. And we be glad in it. Because out of every obstacle and every trying day, we still have the ability and the freedom to still choose you and serve and praise and worship. We are surrounded by people in all kinds of aspects of life. Whether it's good, bad, negative intentions, wrong motives. We're surrounded by it daily. But as a believer, as a person who's walking in love, walking with you, talking with you, have a relationship with you, we continue to stand. Even if we make a mistake, we still repent and keep it moving. The devil walk around all day, every day, seeking who he can devour. And we are aware of that. We are prepared for that. We are equipped for that. Therefore, we know we always win. So I pray right now for those who are going through a challenging time suddenly, a sudden challenge, a sudden trial, or a sudden tribulation, no matter what area of their life it tend to be. I declare a victory over it right now in the name of Jesus. See, a lot of times when we praise you, God, and we worship you, God, the devil come around with an obstacle. And the way he comes with the obstacle could be someone who we really trust. Or it could be a bill. Or it could be a business deal. Or it could be a partner. It could be anything that revolves itself around our life. And it could catch us by surprise. But out of it all, we still count it all joy because you are for us. We could be walking around with peace, with a smile on our face, and someone could approach us negatively, disrespectfully. And some of us has fell into the temptation and we argue back. But I pray for those not to argue back, that we continue to have the mind of Christ. And even if we do make a mistake, we repent and keep it moving. I don't want anyone to feel if they make a mistake that their walk has ended or they made a mistake so long that they had to turn back around. No, God, you are for us. And I pray we keep our mind on you, that we don't entertain our flesh. Even if it's something we don't agree with, we just pray about it. Keep our tongues renewed. Keep our tongues refreshed. That we treat people kindly, even if they don't be kind to us. Even if they lie to us, disrespect us in our walk with you. We continue to show them love. Continue to show them kindness and gentleness and be patient with them. And definitely show your mercy. You say, blessed are those who are merciful. For you, they will be shown mercy. And we thank you for that. 
We love you so much, God, for everything you're doing in our life. You're taking us out of the old lifestyle and bringing us into a brand new lifestyle we have never even seen in the physical realm, but it did appear always before the foundation of the world in the spiritual realm. And we are walking it out. And right now, I declare over our purpose, I declare over our destinies that it would not fail. Failure is not an option on anything you put your hands on. We would not boast in anything. We would not exalt ourselves of anything, no matter how the level of fame you put upon us, no matter the name of the level of fortune you have given us, we're still going to humble ourselves unto you. Because you are opening up major doors. They are already open unto us. Now we prepare to start stepping into them. I see gold everywhere. There's a fresh anointing for everything that I touch is blessed. Everywhere I go is blessed. Because wherever I go, you go. Whatever I say, you say. So it shall come to pass. We are aware of the power that's within us. And for those who are not aware, give them a sudden awareness or a hunger to become aware. For those who are seeking attention from man, want to be seen and heard all the time, giving pity stories, stories of worse to people to feel sorry for them, instead of just asking for help. For those who's crying out secretly, the believers can see. We can hear, we understand Because we notice the difference between happy and sad Uplifted and down Free and bound In the name of Jesus We know what it's like to see someone under negative captivity We release them right now out of the hands of Satan We thank you so much, God, for every single thing you're doing. Even things that's to come we're not even aware of. We still give you thanks forevermore for everything you've ever done and will do. Because you get the glory, honor, and praise. Not us of ourselves. And we thank you for everything you're connecting to our purpose. The people, the places, the land. We say thank you. We will not forget to give you thanks. We will never forget to give you praise. We will never become too busy for you. We love being with you. We love talking to you. We love spending time with you. We love laughing with you. You are our father. You care for us. Bless us to continue to go forth boldly, sincerely. Releasing your love upon those who don't know what love is or giving up on love. The devil is trying to attack us with sudden tragedies. It could be in your home, regarding your finances, your job. It's like everything was going smooth and all of a sudden it's starting to become to be rocky. But count all joy. Like Paul said, throughout every child tribulation, he give praise because he see the end result. He see the outcome before the trial come. That's why you have to have the mind of Christ. You already gird it before you even know that it's an obstacle coming. You already prepared to win because you have on the full armor of God. 
And you know how big our God is. It's so important to trust in God. We have to trust God. We have to trust God. Not in some areas. Not sometimes. We have to stay in a place of trusting God fully. How can we believe in someone we don't trust? I mean, it sounds good to say, I believe God, trust God. But when a situation comes, and God will allow a situation to surface, just so you can be aware of whether you trust Him for real or not. It's not to hurt you. I mean, hurt you. It's to help you, to strengthen you, to prosper you. Because he's not going to have you going around saying something and living a total different lifestyle. I say I trust God, but yet I'm still trying to do things in my own way when it comes to my finances. He wants a complete yes in every area of your life. Can he come in in every area and take over? We step into the new. Matter of fact, we're already in the new right now. Most of us thinking that we're waiting for 2021. It's already happened. You're already on the land. The blessings are already in your possession. Now you have to pray for awareness. Intuition. Discernment. It's no way God going to give you a revelation of knowledge without discerning it. I don't want anyone in this world. I told God yesterday, I, I was a little, <clears throat> my heart was troubled because so many people want to have the five-fold ministry. They want to be anointed to have the five-fold ministry. I want to be a pastor. I want to be a prophet. I want to be a teacher. I want to be an evangelist. And they're out there doing the best they can to try to be something they're not anointed to do. And I said, God, how can I release the people that everyone gifts are significant on the same level to work on one accord? What you are gifted with is priceless. It's precious. You a gem. It don't matter what your purpose is. The pur- I mean, no matter what your anointing is for, the purpose is all for one purpose. Don't ever lose sight of that. Whatever God called you to be, be that. See it through. Finish it. Complete it. If you don't know what you who you called to be or what you're here for, get to know who God is a lot more. Because the more you begin to know who He is, the more He reveals to you who you are. He's going to call you by your name. He's going to have people call you by your name because you're operating in your anointing. In the in the, in, his, in the confession, excuse me. <laughs> and the confession has to come out due to what you're walking in. Hallelujah. People might call you things that you're not. Hallelujah. Or they might call you who you are and you don't even know it. But out of all of that, do not be distracted. Spend time with God. Sincerely. Truthfully. 
One thing that used to burn me up, and I thank God for delivering me from that, is when you're walking with God and you're doing the best you can with what you have and where you are, and there's someone who used to kick it with or chill with, they see you gave your life to God, and they begin to throw up your mistakes you used to make. And yet they're not walking. And yet they're not trying. But you throw it in my face, my mistakes. And they're so quick to say, oh, you so called. That's not God. God don't do that. And my response was, how would you know? You don't even know him. You know if a person know God because you know them by their fruit. And God healed me from that. Sometimes you got to shake the haters off and pray for them. Because you're going to have some haters. You best believe it. And it shouldn't be that way. We should all be happy for one another. But truth spoken, they're not, everybody's not going to be happy for you. You're going to have some people envious of you. They want what you have. So many people want what I have. But don't want to walk the way I walked. Don't want to go through the obstacles I went through. The trials. The, I'm going to tell you something. Greater your anointing. Too much is given. Let me say it this way. Much is required. And some of you can't even take an obstacle, half of an obstacle, to want to be in a five-fold ministry. But let's get off that subject. Because I pray that you want to be what God called you to be and nothing else. And be the best at what God called you to be. No matter what your title is, just walk with God. And everything else will fall in place. We so focus on the wrong things. How you want to walk in a title and you don't know how to walk in love? How you going to want to preach and you don't pray? Come on. How you going to want to be anything with God and don't spend time with Him? You can't just spend, oh, every day is the same, it's the same exact schedule. This hour I pray, this time I pray. God is always doing something new. Don't put God in a box. I never knew how, how powerful God anointed is on my life. I never I knew I was always special. I knew it was always something different because I can identify the difference between me and other people. But as I'm walking in it, and the more I'm spending time with God, and the more I'm spending time with God, and the more I'm obeying God's voice, the more I'm like, oh, he's blowing my mind. And it's not just me. It's available for all of us. It just determines your level of hunger or where you are. I don't just stay on one level. I go higher and higher and higher and higher daily because I'm hungry for more and more and more and more daily. But I told God, this is my cry to God to help some of you out. I don't ask God for marriage. I don't ask God for a car. I don't ask God for possessions of this world. I don't ask him for those things. Even though I want them, I desire them, of course. But that's not my focus. I talk about him, of course I do to God. And I thank him for it already. I'm not, I don't want you to get the wrong idea. She don't say, that's what I do all the time. But the focus is, I ask God for just him. Every time he comes to me, I say, don't bring anything. Just bring yourself. And he knows what I, what I mean when I say that. Because people spend so much time in his presence just asking him for things. Because they know he's a provider. They know he gives. I want God to know you are my gift. You are what I want. You are who I need. I don't want anything else. Just come and have fun with me. Just come spend your life with me. 
me spend my life with you. Teach me. That was my cry yesterday, God. That was my cry to you, God, to God yesterday. <laughs> was to take everything out of me that don't belong. I want all of God. All of God. All of God weighs fully in me. That's my hunger right now. When someone can walk up to you and just totally disrespect you to the fullest, to the utmost part of disrespect of this whole earth. That, that you know that would get you pissed off. And yet you don't even be moved. You don't even have it cross your mind. Even if someone say something to you that you know is true and it hurts you a little bit, let it not move you. That's where I'm, I'm hungry. I'm like that now. But I'm talking about on God's level. Because a lot of us get caught by surprise. You can minister something really good. And everybody's like, God, so use you, God, this, God, that. And he go, one person. There's always a one person. There's always one person who got something negative to say. It might not move you, and it shall not move you, but you might think about it. Like, did they just, come, did they just play with me like that? <laughs> did they just say what they said to me? You know what I'm saying? Come on. Or if God's giving you a promise or giving you a vision and you shared it with someone and they say things like, oh, that's not going to happen. Or why you want this person? You should be with this person. Speaking against the vision. Speaking against God's purpose for your life. That's why you got to have a relationship with God yourself. Because if you don't have a relationship with God, you're going to be listening to this person, that person. You'll be all over the place. You're going to be considered a busybody. And don't become a busybody. A person who put their hands into everything and don't finish nothing. And it's okay to want to do things for God, for the kingdom. But make sure it's of God and make sure you complete it. Don't start nothing you don't finish. Hallelujah. And that goes for all of us. Today I want God, we want all of you and none of us. All of your thoughts and none of ours. All of your ways and none of ours. Let us continue to hear from you. God was speaking to me all night. I was in and out my sleep, in and out my sleep, dreaming, visions, all, all kinds of things, spiritually, supernaturally. And in, uh, while I'm in and out my sleep, I was my sleep was very light last night, very light. And every time I wake up, <laughs> God's presence is right there. I'm like, damn, you watching me sleep? But it wasn't just that. He wasn't just watching me sleep. He was doing, God always doing things that we're not even aware of. So I dare any of us to say, God, where are you? Oh, why are you taking so long? Trust me. He wanted more than you do. Why would he want to rob himself from his own glory and through our lives? Certain things are connected to certain people. So we just got to be patient and just let God, just yield it over to God. God, do it when you're ready. We open for it. We receive it, but on your time, not my time. And for some reason, when we speak like that, that makes God move faster. <laughs> when you give it over to him, it makes him move faster because he's honored by that. I, want, I pray that everyone gets to know God a lot better, a lot more. I don't want to be the one who have to release to what God is saying when you can have an ear to hear too. 
I had people used to run to me, kill, 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 all over the place. What did he say today? What about this? What about that? To the point I had to hide from people. God was like, hide. I said, okay, I'm hiding. Hide behind the wall, they run right past me. I didn't find it funny at all. Because they made me their God unaware. When someone begins to feel like they can't have a good day until they see you. Or they can't get nothing until they, until they hear from you. They made you their God. And they're unaware of it. They're not doing it intentionally, but that's what's happening. Because they have the same ability you have. They have the same father you have. And we as believers who are walking with God shall not and will not, and I confess, will not and I prophesy, will no longer take pleasure out of trying to have God's glory or exalting yourself. People come looking for you, and some people get, they like that. Then they start thinking that they are the higher power. Then they start thinking they're better than you. Then they start thinking that you need them. And that's a lie. We have to tell the truth. The same God in me is in you. Open up your mouth. I only hear because I'm open to hear. Are you open to hear? Become more available. Become more available. There's nothing like having angels with you. God watching you all day and you don't say a word until Sunday. So Monday through Saturday you said nothing? You gave no praise? No thanks? We all gifted differently. And God always remind me about that. Because sometimes I tend to think that what I see, you, you're supposed to see too. Or you're supposed to hear the same thing I'm hearing. And it's not always the case. It's according to your anointing or how hungry you are. I always just see myself on the same as everyone else. I don't see myself hiding anyone. And I'm not going to allow anyone to speak into my life as if I'm hiding anyone. Because it happens all the time. Truth, I'm telling you the truth. Truthfully spoken. People come to me daily. Saying things like. Where you are is so far in God. That most people haven't even reached yet. That is not okay with me. Because I want us all to be there. How does that look on a few people? When there's so many of us. What happened to the hunger? What happened to the praise? What happened to the knowing? What happened to the believing? The trusting? When it faded away? So I said, God, what can I do to, to help get it back again? Keep praying. Keep believing. Sin already done. Be a blessing. Release my love. Release my word. Keep doing what you're doing. And always make room to come up higher. And always stay humble. Always be in a place of brokenness in the presence of God.
I pray today that you begin to see from a whole nother perspective on what God is really doing in and through your life. Right now, for the season that you are in, you are experiencing the impossibilities becoming possible in your life. People are going to look at your life and know you are with God. People that's not walking with God are, become, are becoming to be attracted to your walk. Because they see a difference in your life and theirs. They see you happy. You have joy. You are prosperous. Everything you do is blessed. And they're going to begin to want that. And they're going to begin to follow you. And you lead them to the right person, which is our Father. Don't have them thinking they got to go a mile or do a, a certain type of trick or some type of any kind of fancy thing just to receive something free. Hallelujah. And when it comes to doing something of God, let God do the talking. Because a lot of us, I felt a lot of people are, are depending on their gifts as their income. And all you have to do is just walk with God. <laughs> Let me charge for a word. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm not saying that you're not supposed to get a love offering. That's a lie. What I'm saying is, don't focus on your well-being in your financial area. In the financial area in your life. In the financial arena. But focus on just being led by God. Keep following God. Keep following God. And keep following God. He'll open up so many doors for you. So many things that you think you need money for. He's going to provide the grace. Where you don't have to pay anything. Just walk right in. So don't put a limit on, your fi on the finances in your life. In the financial area of your life. Let me say that. Let it be no limit. Just follow God. He already opened the doors. And don't entertain a faithless conversation. And don't be moved by sudden disrespect or malicious acts or people being disrespectful. Don't be moved by that. You might have a trying day. Okay, it's a trial, it's a tribulation. But out of it all, oh, count it all joy. Continue to stand. Continue to praise. Continue to worship God. And if something bothers you, go to God about it. Go to God about it. Don't let it move you. Don't let it move your emotions. I pray right now, God, that we stay and our minds stay in rest. Resting that we don't operate in offense. It seems so easy for us to get offended when someone tries so hard to try to pinpoint different areas in our life or see what area in their life they can tap on just to push a button. I pray right now, God, that there are no buttons. We just stand. And we keep our mind on you that we're so sold out for you. We're so hungry for you. We're so in love with you that it don't even matter if someone disrespect us. We just pray for them. And continue to show them love. Don't argue back. Don't be disrespectful. Don't put your hands on them. Show us what to do in these situations. You're responsible for us, Father. And you take great joy in your responsibilities. 
on our way of being, being here. You say, oh, earth as it is in heaven. That's a promise. There's something that has to come to pass because you've spoken it. You say, we've been made endure for a night, but joy come in the morning. Allow us to become more aware of what you mean by that. For those who don't understand what you mean. I pray that we don't become too busy for our own selves and our family and loved ones. And I pray for doors to be open for our loved ones and friends that we have in different states and countries and nations. They're not able to come and spend time with us for some specific reason. Open that door that we spend time with our family, physically, virtually. Allow us to forgive those family members that wronged us. And for those that you have separated from for the time being, because they're always so set up to make you fall. Those we're not able to be around because of their lack of belief or because of their hearts being so hard and they speak against everything that God is doing in through you. Allow us to still love them. Believe it or not, you have loved ones and friends that God will disconnect you from, and I mean physically disconnect you from, not spiritually, but physically disconnect you from a short period of time because they always got something negative to say and God don't want you to be moved. So by him protecting you, his way of protecting you is to keep you from them and you can love them from a distance. Until they get to a place where they can be open to God for their cleansing and their convicting to be converted to now be able to be around you because their speech is now different. Their minds are now different. Their hearts are now different because their walk is different. But until then, God may call you away from them for a while. And for those who are not supportive to you, don't be moved by that. Just pray to God. You make it happen. You make it happen. Again, I say you make it happen. Don't wait for no one to make it happen for you. You make it happen. By walking with God successfully. And I thank you guys so much for your time this morning. Know that everything already worked itself out for you. You already blessed. It's time for us to celebrate. Because we're walking in right now what eyes have never seen. And I'm enjoying every moment of it. Because a lot of things, a lot of, places, a lot of places in our life, we didn't think that was going to take place. For whatever reason. But then God shows up. And released things to you never knew. Or things that you knew and you gave up on. No matter how it's situation, everyone's testimony is different. But God reveals himself to us to say, as mighty, as faithful, as kind, as merciful. I love that God is so faithful in what he does. I'm glad our father's not lazy. I'm glad he don't sleep. I'm glad that he don't turn his eyes off us or shut his ears up from us. I'm glad that we have a blood bought right. I'm glad that it's finished already. Nothing I can ever do to cause God not to love me. Or forgive me. I'm glad I'm covered with the blood. I'm glad there is blood. I'm glad he thought of blood. I'm glad that his image and his likeness. These are things I'm thankful for. I'm not thankful for cars and clothes and money. 
I'm thankful for being on God's mind. I'm thankful for the anointing on my life. To be a blessing. Now I can enjoy what God has for me. Now everything I possess, I can enjoy and it will prosper. Whatever God sent my way, every, every materialistic gain is for the glory of God. And I'm going to have fun for the rest of my life. And enjoy what God is doing for the rest of my days. Throughout eternity, I'm going to enjoy everything. Walk in happiness. Because without God, there is no happiness. Now we have happiness. We have God. We have joy now. And it always increases. So joy arise in our life. Happiness arise in our life. It continue to have us to shine in all areas of our life. In joy, in happiness, in peace. We command peace to stand still. We will not cause the peace of God in our life to move. And when God give you someone or give you something, don't stop praising him for it. Treat it with the utmost honor unto God by cherishing it, taking good care of it. Think about all the marriages that God has had, God has put together, God has joined together, not the ones that we try to do. I'm a testimony of that. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I think God is over now. But back to the point. The point is that God has given you someone, and there are so many people who don't appreciate. They lost the love. Somehow it went somewhere. I don't know, out the window, wherever. I don't know. They lost that attraction, they lost that spark. They lost the flame. They don't seem to be connected anymore. Let's pray for the marriages. Because now that I'm free from what I thought was and what God bringing me into, I'm starting to see how many others, not even in a mistakeful marriage, but for those who are in the marriage that God wants them to be in, but somehow they just, they start to disconnect. And it's not for us to look at them and say, oh, or... Or talk about them. We got to pray. God didn't give you anyone to fall out of love with them. Or not be physically attracted to them anymore. The communication has went somewhere. Now you in this room. They in that room. You don't even touch each other anymore. Don't even do things for each other anymore. You used to have pleasure in those things. Now you don't have any more pleasure. You allow your marriage to go stale. It's boring. It's not supposed to be that way. So let's pray for them. And for those who are so, you know, anxious to get married or date or whatever you want to call it. I pray that God just begin to reveal to people who their spouses really are. Because I don't want no one not to know. I really don't. But some of us don't need to know right now. I mean, I'm serious with it. Because some of you don't know how to act. <laughs> some people might go too far. Like... <laughs> I can just, I can see, I have eyes to see, and that's a gift. I can see far off sometimes. 
And I got to remember, I got to come back sometimes. I could be stuck in like six months from now, but I got to realize everybody don't know what's happening six months from now. So you got to come back. <laughs> See, I be walking from six months from now sometimes. And, got, and I got to remember, come back. You got to come back. You got to come. Even I talk that way. And like, you, what are you talking about? I got to come back. <laughs> I got to come back to the Karen. Hallelujah. But I see that I see your heart. Some of you, you want to be married so much, and and you want to know who your spouse is so bad, so bad. You want to know, and you're and you're asking God so much. Who is it, God? Who is it, God? Is that that God want to hide it from you or keep it from you? Is that that He don't have anybody for you? How about you start giving Him thanks for it? How about the urge in your life that you know you need to change? Start making the change for it. If you're a sloppy person or a nasty person, I mean nasty to live with. God not going to want to bring no one in your life like that. If you live like a pig or a hoarder. <laughs> Hold on. Hallelujah. <laughs> We're going to clean that up because there are some people who are like that together. <laughs> Two hoarders. We're going to come against that. No one should be that way. Some people are compatible in different areas. And we're going to change that. Because no one wants, no one, God won't want no one to live sloppy. Some people fit perfectly together. You know, we don't want that. Let's, let's change that. You go in somebody's home, they both happy with the trash. Come on, no. No. I pray to God that everyone respect each other enough to not bring them into a type of environment like that. Hallelujah. Respect a believer enough if you invite them in your home. Don't disrespect them. Don't drink around them. You know they don't drink. Don't smoke. Respect them enough if you're, if you're lacking in that area with God. If that's your challenge, I pray against that. That you don't long, that you be healed from that right now. Is there some of us that have been inviting people home, they drink it? And you're like, what? But you, you know, keep your composure, but you don't look at them the same. But you love them, but you're like, how do they disrespect me like that? Or you could be invited to someone's home, and you guys are friends, and you see this person as you know, you could be someone, it could be a mate for you. And then they start doing things like, lustful things. Like, come on. Don't invite me somewhere and, and be lustful. Don't do, don't disrespect me like that. My blood is on your hands. Don't do that. I pray against that right now. Is there a lot of us in church, our sisters, we have to stop wearing things that you know go get a guy attention because you want him to watch you. You don't get no one's attention. You don't get the will of God by lust. So stop that. And men, the same thing. Let me show her this so she can see what to look forward to. Let me do this or say that. No. Let me tell you how much glorious it is. When you, I mean, honestly, we are human. Now, if God giving you someone, you won't look at them, of course. But you're not going to be moved or distracted by it. And don't set yourself to fall either. If you know certain areas that you're weak in when it comes to someone God giving you, don't entertain it with your eyes. Include God in what to do. God knows what's in your heart. You're supposed to be physically attracted to the one who God's giving you. You're supposed to be physically attracted to them. 
Supposed to be. Let me say it again. You're supposed to be attracted to them. But don't let it move you too soon. So you think in your heart, so are you. So before you say, I do, it's lust. Don't walk in lust. Hallelujah. Don't walk in lust. Don't walk in lust. You know certain things you shouldn't wear around a person. Or say around a person. Or do around a person. It's so much glorious when that time come when you say I do. Now you can look forward to everything that you were thinking about. Now you can have it. Now you can see it. Now you can touch it. Don't move too fast. That's a beautiful encounter. Don't take that away from yourself. That's, that's giving to you from God. That's how much he honors you. Just wait for that time. It's going to be a time. Hallelujah. You're just preparing for it. And enjoy every moment of off that subject. Hallelujah. Just enjoy everything God is doing in our life. <laughs> I'm laughing because God, God, he's my best friend. God, we always been best friends. Since I can, childhood, I can remember, baby. <laughs> he, always been my, he always been my friend. God, God, God was like my homegirl, my best friend. He's my girl. Even though he's a guy, but you get what I'm saying? We had, I had a lot of girl talks with God. And I don't know if he had earplugs or not, but I know he sat there and he listened to everything I had to say. Growing up and puberty, all that, all those things that I included God in. And I thank God that I had I had my life with him. I'm so grateful. And for those who didn't, guess what? We have a, t- a chance now. And for those who started, at whatever age, it don't matter. As long as you started. long as you have, I really have a life with God that never have one. I'm just, I'm just laughing about my relationship with God because he heard a lot of things that I had to say. <laughs> and he's still listening. He's still listening. Hallelujah. He's my best friend. He's going to hear. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I pray that he become your best friend. Talk to him about everything. Don't be ashamed to talk to God about nothing. You're supposed to be physically attracted to who God giving you. Even if you're not walking in it right now, you will. It's yours. But just be patient. Hallelujah. God loves us so much. Merch is supposed to be happy. Supposed to be best friends. Learn new things from each other every day. Support one another. Talk to one another. Don't tell everything that goes on in your home, in your marriage. That's the fouling. Trust each other. Love each other. Be affectionate towards each other. Sometimes we, we, when God gives you a revelation of what marriage is really about to him in ministry, we get so excited. We're like, damn, we want this now. You know what I'm saying? But just be patient. It's yours. You have it. Just be patient. Just thank him for it. I don't want no one to think that God is withholding anything from you. Ask God why you don't know who your spouse is. It could be something within you. I don't know. See, my thing is, I ain't never cared. I never did. No matter if I got deceived or no matter what direction I took, I just never cared. Now I might got caught off guard. 
But when it came to me asking God for marriage, I didn't really care. At 13, that's all I asked for God. I remember I was 13 years old. I always, I always knew I was going to get married. But I, this was, my, this was my, my prayer to God at 13. I said, all I want, God, I don't want much. I got female friends. I see my family members, and I'm not going to mention no names. They, be, they got a whole list of things. I don't want all that. I don't even care. I just want somebody who loves you first. Love their mother. I don't know why you say father. This is, I'm 13. I said, love their mother. And I want somebody who can sing. That's all I asked for. I only asked for three things at 13. I said, someone who love you, who love their mother. And the reason why I said mother, thank you, God. He said, you said mother because how they treat their mother is you know how much they'll treat you. How much they'll cherish you. Or consider you to be your worth. If someone mistreats their mother, come on now. How are they going to treat you? Someone who gave birth to them. That's all I ask. They love God, love their mother. Of course, love everyone, but I just, I just, that was my, at 13. And they'd be able to sing. That was it. That was it. And I left that prayer right where it was. And then I found myself at 25, 21. I, my cry to God was, or my prayer to God was, I don't even want nobody, God. I do want children, but I don't want, I don't, I don't want nobody. I just want to do my assignment and go home. That was my cry. Do my assignment and go home. I was so, I'm so hungry for God. I, I, you know, I didn't make no room for that. And because I didn't care about it, you know, God revealed more and more and more. Because he wanted to remind me, it's not your purpose, it's not your will, it's mine. And you're going to enjoy every moment of my will because you're synchronized with me. What I want, you want. And he not, God never lied. He never misses, he never skips a beat with me. Never. Never misses anything. And neither do I. And I'm so grateful. Now that I know who I am, I want exactly what you want. Man, bring it here, God. See, there I go. Calm it down. Be, be patient. Hallelujah. It's not that it's nothing lustful. I don't walk in lust. It's the fact that knowing how great it is. Just honorable it is. How much I have to offer. How much is being offered. Every moment is exciting. Will you not face a challenge in your marriage? I'm not saying that. But that's your partner. And you're going to know you're winners regardless. Don't consider failure to be an option in nothing. Come to an agreement. Compromise. Don't be a know-it-all. Don't be a person who think you know anything. So quick to speak. Submit. That's all I'm going to say about that. I love you guys so much. And enjoy your day. You are favored. You're stepping into the new. There's so many mergers that's taking place right now. I see a whole line of people. Thousands of people. In different locations. Different parts of the earth. God is connecting a lot of people right now. So if you want to know, you better, um, I don't say you better, but just thank God. Just say, God, I thank you for who you have for me. God, prepare me for who you have for me. Just say that. And don't just keep focusing just, just, just on that. Just, 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 God, 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 God. I want that. I want that. I want that. I want that. And don't be a person to go around. I want this person. I want that person. I want... Don't be like that either. Or don't go around just dating people. Trying your hands to see who fit for you. 
I don't go on no dating site. Just trust God. Someone told me, well, well I can't go on a dating site. Well, guess what? That's what you want to do. I'm not saying not to do that. I'm just saying it's so much better to trust in God. It's so much better to trust God. And when you least expect it, God always show up. I pray for my sisters right now because I can feel your hearts. A lot of you guys are very troubled because you feel like you've been single for so long. And you're yearning for children and a mate. And you feel like the, the years are escaping you. Oh, Jesus, I feel your heart so, oh my goodness. Some of you have isolated yourself. Some of you are starting to be angry with God. Don't. God's the redeemer of time. He's the creator of time. He restores your youth. Don't look in the natural. Sir is a perfect example. And guess what? Let me tell you something. It's from God. You will not see her age in childbearing. So don't look at that like that. It was for that year, that time, that purpose. You have a whole new purpose for your life. God is satisfied. You don't have to burn offerings up to him as a sacrifice any longer. You're covered with the blood. So thank him. Learn how to be able to move God. You move God by knowing. By thanking Wanting him for him only. Not keep coming to him thinking about this or thinking about this person or that person. And for those who are married, keep it spiced up in every area. Keep it exciting. You should be happy. This spark shouldn't go nowhere. Make each other feel special because you are special. Don't be too busy for one another because you have children now. Always pray to God to find, for God to provide time for you to have for one another and your children. And for those who are married and your spouse want children and you don't, I pray for that too. That you guys stay on one accord. So many people feel insignificant. But are they significant other? The spouse telling you what to do, how to do it. Let's pray for that. Because this, this conversation will go all day. And, I, and we don't have all day. So let's keep it prayers. Keep each other in prayer. God had me talk about a lot of mergers. I guess it's taking place. Not I guess. I know it's taking place. I see it. I see it. It's a lot of people getting married. There are a lot. All across the world. I see it now in my vision. And I can feel it. Gotta give you symbols or images. I see a rope being tied. It signifies partnership, tying the knot, soulmates, all of the above. Just stay in a place of patience and know that it's already done. It's okay to be excited about it, but don't be anxious. Be very excited. You're supposed to be excited. It's a change, a great change in your life. Your life will never be the same. It only gets greater. Then you got added people in your life for greatness. 
Then you two walking in your purpose as one. But what what God has for you? Hallelujah. I love you so much. Enjoy your day in Jesus' name.